This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Is it too little, too late to save Christmas? The empty shelves crisis across the USA. And uproar over what Tucker Carlson said about the transportation secretary. Pete judge has been on leave from his job since August after adopting a child. He's mocking what? His manliness? What is he mocking? Then, Bill Clinton's hospitalization. How they kept it secret for two days. Kidneys and other organs begin to fail. And ultimately, death results if you don't treat it aggressively. As Hillary rushes to his side. And the search for America's most wanted man. Brian Laundry, Mexico Mystery. Plus, catatonic killer. The notorious tycoon Robert Durst. You're pathetic. Then, lane splitting. Driving between cars. How dangerous is it? All his lane splitting. There goes one right there. new song. But will it actually trigger a surge in divorce? And the bride wore sweatpants. Super cool or totally inappropriate? We just wanted to be comfortable. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Has the Grinch already stolen Christmas? There's been a lot of reporting about shortages and the challenges created by the shipping backlog, even President Biden stepping up to get involved. But is it too late to save Christmas? Some experts say the answer is yes. Frustration over the nation's broken supply chain is growing today as thousands of containers continue to sit on the docks. Shoppers are facing empty store shelves and many are laying the blame, fairly or not, on the president. Empty Shelves Joe is the number one trending hashtag on Twitter. And everyone wants to know, where's Pete? Where is Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg? Haven't heard much from him. As Secretary of Transportation, Buttigieg is supposed to be the point person for the crisis. But he's been on paternity leave, having adopted two babies with husband Chasen. Politico asks, can Pete Buttigieg have it all? Fox's Tucker Carlson cracked wise about it last night. Pete Buttigieg has been on leave from his job since August after adopting a child. Paternity leave, they call it, trying to figure out how to breastfeed. No word on how that went. But today, Carlson came under attack. He's mocking what? His manliness? What is he mocking? He's mocking everyone equally. He's mocking women. He's mocking men. Buttigieg has cut his paternity leave short and is back at work in Washington. But is it too little, too late to save Christmas? Isaac Larian is CEO of the company that makes LOL Dolls, one of the hottest toys for Christmas. Is it too late? Can Christmas be saved? I'm afraid it's too late. It's because, and I tell you why, because 71 days left to Christmas. 
There is no trucks available. There are no labor available. We cannot get labor. But Lily Kipper's toy store, Kip's Toyland in Los Angeles, is fully stocked. What's her secret? I've been ordering holiday toys since probably April. You know, I knew that things would be a little sketchy just because we don't know what we're getting in. According to one survey, 37% of shoppers have already begun buying their Christmas presents. Former President Bill Clinton is said to be on the mend after spending the last three days in intensive care. He's being treated for sepsis, a potentially life-threatening blood infection. Mr. Clinton's had a number of well-publicized medical conditions, but as Jim Murray reports, his aides did their best to keep this illness a secret. We're learning more about the ex-president's medical emergency. Dr. Oz tells Inside Edition it was definitely a serious crisis. What the president's going through, and thankfully they treated it aggressively and well, is a life-threatening condition. Secrecy surrounded Bill Clinton's hospitalization. He was admitted on Tuesday night. We didn't get the call until last night. I I think that they were making sure that he was heading in the right direction. Here's the timeline. On Tuesday, Clinton flew into Orange County, California, to attend a Clinton Foundation dinner later in the week. But aides became concerned when he started complaining about feeling lightheaded, nauseous, and an extreme fatigue that left him drained. President Clinton was rushed here to UC Irvine Medical Center, and this was no false alarm. It turned out to be a very dangerous and potentially life-threatening emergency. Doctors diagnosed Clinton with a urinary tract infection caused by E. coli that developed into sepsis which, if left untreated, can lead to a cascade of organ failure and even death. Sepsis is poisoning of the blood, which causes the blood vessels to, to expand. They no longer be able to carry your blood effectively, so your blood pressure drops to dangerously low numbers. The kidneys and other organs begin to fail, and ultimately death results if you don't treat it aggressively with antibiotics. Clinton was taken to the ICU and given multiple antibiotics through an IV. On Thursday night, Hillary Clinton was seen visiting her husband with her closest aide, Uma Abedin. Bill Clinton's office did what they could to downplay this crisis, insisting he was in the ICU mainly for privacy and security. They said he was feeling so much better, he wanted to sneak away and attend the Clinton fundraising dinner. Clinton has been on a nearly all-vegan diet following quadruple heart bypass surgery in 2004. President Biden wished him well today. He seems to be God-willing well. Right now, Mr. Clinton's expected to be released this weekend. He will be on a regimen of oral antibiotics at home for several weeks. Now the latest on the Gabby Petito investigation as the search continues for her missing boyfriend, Brian Laundrie. Authorities have been searching that nature preserve near his home for weeks, but today something different appeared there. Police crime tape blocking one of the entrances as cadaver dogs were again brought to the area. Stephen Fabian on what significance that might have. A new twist in the search for Brian Laundry as police bring in a canine cadaver dog trained to find human remains. The three-year-old black Labrador named Diesel searched the vast swamp where it's claimed Brian Laundry went hiking and never returned. Now, repeated searches of the 40 square mile swamp have so far turned up nothing and reportedly cost $1.5 million. John Walsh, host of Investigation Discoveries in Pursuit, scoffs at the idea Laundry can be found there, dead or alive. He never went in that swamp. And I'm a Floridian. I, I, I'm incensed that they spent a million and a half dollars on a tip from his parents. I would never have bought that. 
He never went in that swamp. Meanwhile, internet sleuths are buzzing about a new theory. It involves a mysterious text sent from Gabby's phone to her mother on August 27th, close to the time she was murdered. It says, can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. I'm Lisa Guerrero in Mexico. It was initially believed that Stan referred to Gabby's grandfather, but now there are some who believe that Stan actually refers to a former business partner of the Laundry family who lives here. So could this potential connection point to Brian hiding out here in Mexico? The Laundry's attorney would not comment on the claims. And the Mexico Daily Post newspaper published this photo of a Brian Laundry lookalike sitting at a restaurant in Merida, Mexico. Could it be him? Right now, it's just one of many sightings, all of which have proven fruitless in the search for America's most wanted man. There's a $200,000 reward from various sources for information leading to Brian Laundrie's capture. Today was the first of what will be a lifetime of days in prison for real estate heir Robert Durst. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for murdering a friend who'd been asking too many questions about the mysterious disappearance of Durst's former wife. Durst seemed almost catatonic as he met his fate. Robert Durst appears catatonic, disheveled, and slumped in his wheelchair, at times gasping for air during his sentencing for killing his best friend, writer Susan Berman. It's the judgment and sentence of this court, Mr. Durst, that you be in prison, that is, life in prison, without the possibility of parole. Durst, who's suffering from bladder cancer, showed zero emotion. It's a far cry from the real estate mogul who is the subject of HBO's huge hit documentary, The Jinx. LA prosecutors say Durst shot and killed Susan Berman in her Beverly Hills home to stop her from cooperating with police, investigating the 1982 disappearance and presumed slaying of his wife, Kathy. He has never been charged in her disappearance and has denied having anything to do with it. 21 years after the author's murder, her family was finally able to address her killer in court. I spoke with Denny Marcus, who says Susan was like a sister to her. Do you think he has any remorse whatsoever? No, he's a sociopath and a narcissist. Durst was born into a wealthy real estate dynasty that co-owns One World Trade Center. During his trial, jurors saw the bizarre prosthetic mask Durst was wearing to hide his identity when police came to arrest him in 2015, just as the finale of the jinx was about to be seen. On the stand, the 78-year-old denied murdering Berman, but admitted if he had, he would lie about it. Did you kill Susan Berman? No. Do you know who did? No, I do not. If, in fact, you had killed her, would you tell us? No. You're pathetic and all this was unnecessary, you idiot. One of Susan Berman's relatives begged Durst to reveal where Kathy Durst's remains were buried so that her family could have closure. Adele's first song in six years is blowing up online, and if you've heard the lyrics to Easy On Me, you know it's all about giving up on a relationship after trying to make it work and deserving to be happy. Well, that resonates with a lot of people, and some predict that the song might spawn a surge in divorces. Adele is back. And social media was flooded with videos of fans preparing for the moment of the global release. 
actress Elisa Silverstone grabbed several bottles of wine. This girl had a roll of toilet paper anticipating a flood of tears. And check out that tub of ice cream. To Easy On Me has been overwhelmingly positive. The music video already has 28 million views and counting. This woman is incredible. So it's so great to see and her. And she's been through so much. Mm. Yeah. Adele's new album, 30, reflects on her experiences going through a high-profile divorce and starting over again. Now, some divorce attorneys are anticipating her soulful lyrics could actually lead to a spike in other women calling it quits. Divorce attorney Jacqueline Newman. A song like this is inspirational, and I think it shows that, you know, there is hope at the end of the tunnel. And so maybe for people that really are thinking, I want to get divorced and I don't know if I'll have the strength and courage to do it. This song might motivate them to do it. Adele's stunning transformation after losing 100 pounds and finding love after divorce with a new man, sports agent Rich Paul, has been breathlessly followed. She's done a remarkable job of people still feeling like they can connect to her and relate to her, even as she has become this larger than life figure. Go easy. The song's a single from an album Adele will be releasing next month. Maybe it's time for a nickname for that guy who trapped the alligator in a garbage can a couple of weeks ago because he's done it again, only this time he caught a snake. Remember him? Eugene Bonzi is the Florida dad who trapped a gator in his backyard, stuffing him inside a trash can. In he goes. The Army vet got a lot of attention for his bravery. And guess what? He's done it again. This time, he captured a giant snake. He, he was a little feisty. Yep, it's in that towel. The fearless homeowner carefully kept the reptile wrapped up and at arm's length. You're getting quite the reputation as the animal wrangler. My kids want to be safe. I want to be safe, my neighbors, so... I jumped into action only with small things. The alligators I don't do no more because they said I have to uh, have the professionals do that. First gators, now snakes. Oh, my. Mr. Bozzi grew up in Philly where we are quite sure he never had to trap an alligator with a garbage can. Most reporters try not to be the story, but most reporters don't have the skills that this guy has. A TV newsman shows off his skateboarding skills on live TV in a suit and tie, no less. Watch this nifty little trick. Victor Williams of WDIV-TV in Detroit was covering the opening of a new skateboarding park. Victor Williams, Local 4. Victor, you are so cool. And the Emmy for Best Stand-Up goes to Victor Williams. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, lane splitting, driving between cars. How dangerous is it? I was lane splitting. There goes one right there. The bride wore sweatpants. Super cool or totally inappropriate? We just wanted to be comfortable. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. He fathered 24 children. 
Next, it's an edition of America's top sperm donor. Now, for the first time, he's meeting his grandkids. I can't wait to take him to Disneyland. Then, why Robin Williams' family is so upset about this eerie impersonation of the late great actor. All right, Nano, Nano, let's go. Next, it's an edition. It's something most drivers have experienced, that sudden fright when a motorcyclist speeds right by you in between the lanes on the freeway. It's called lane splitting. And while it's incredibly dangerous, surprisingly, it is not illegal everywhere. Amber Cagliano has more. It's called lane splitting. Motorcyclists burning rubber, cutting through congested traffic, zipping between cars. How dangerous is it? Look at this. We found videos posted all over the web showing one collision after another. While we were interviewing a New York State trooper, a lane splitter zipped right past him. There goes one right there. There you go. And there's traffic, which makes me nervous. Trevor Machin was flying down this California freeway when this happened. A driver collided with his bike, sending him sprawling. Oh, my God. His helmet GoPro camera recorded these good Samaritans coming to his aid while he lay there stunned. Just stay as still as possible, okay? Please don't call my parents because they'll kill me. Then EMS arrives. Were you split lane? I was lane splitting. Lisa Guerrero spoke with him. Holy moly, you are lucky to be alive. Absolutely. Lane splitting is legal in California, and despite his brush with death, Trevor Machin says he's not going to stop driving this way. It's so dangerous, dude. <laughs> it is so dangerous. I mean, you've been in a major accident because of this. Would you still lane split? Absolutely. It's hard for people that don't actually ride. They don't understand. Only in California is lane splitting explicitly legal. In most states, it is against the law, though some do allow lane splitting in certain specific traffic conditions. Still to come, the bride wore sweatpants. Super cool or totally inappropriate? We just wanted to be comfortable. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. We're not sure which of those the bride's sweatpants might be. Say yes to the sweats? These 20-year-old newlyweds wore his and her Nike tracksuits at their reception. We just wanted to be comfortable. The groom's sweatsuit was all black with a hoodie. Bride Elena's was white with a white crop top. When photographer Sarah Gonzalez posted the images online, reaction on social media was swift and mostly negative. Police don't make this a normal thing. I was a little bit worried that like our older guests would be like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. Everyone, like all ages, thought it was so much fun. The bride and groom did stick with tradition for the ceremony and wore a gown and formal suit. Their first dance also looked straight out of a bridal magazine. But once the reception in Black River Falls, Wisconsin, kicked into high gear, off came the formal clothes and out came the sweats. She looks pretty in both of them. When we come back, a little girl's makeup catastrophe. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. 
Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Finally today, every little girl loves to play with her mother's makeup. And this little girl did, but she might want to rethink the look. What'd you do to your eyebrows? Good question, Mom. I did by myself. Now it's time to look in the mirror. Uh Uh-oh. What did I do? Impossible! (laughs) She's raising some eyebrows, that's for sure. What you you did, you did make us laugh. That's Inside Edition. See you soon. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.